A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. One of the ways that La Crosse County is looking at saving farmland is by reducing the size of lawns in new builds. Charlie Handy leads the planning process for the La Crosse County 2050 Comprehensive Plan. The purpose of this plan is to guide the county board when they're making decisions. And I understand your focus, or you are focusing in this plan, on farmland preservation. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so there's a number of chapters in the plan. And the chapter that we're working on right now is the farmland preservation chapter. Obviously, you don't necessarily think of La Crosse County as a rural county, but more than 70% of our land is still rural in nature. What is farmland preservation? So farmland preservation is really an effort to continue to protect the farms from uh, development uh, encroaching and other negative uh, potentials that could have a negative effect on the farming operations. I hear a lot about urban sprawl. Is that the issue here? Why do we need to preserve farmland? Sure. So we have areas in the county that are uh, more suburban in nature, and that's really where uh, the pressure is on, the development pressure is on to to divert farmland from where it's operating as farms into uh, subdivisions. And I think it's really an issue of density. Uh, If it's low-density residential development, you know, it uh, burns up a lot of farmland. And by that, you mean just, you know, people's yard sizes and things like that? That's correct. Yep. Are you looking at a model of any other county in Wisconsin that does this? Do any other counties do this in Wisconsin? Yeah. uh, Farmland preservation is a statewide issue, um, and the state has adopted some standards and state statutes that assist in preserving farmland. Part of this process, I understand, is reaching out to the public, I mean, what's your next, I guess, listening session, or how are you trying to get public input on this plan? Sure. We have two surveys out there. One is a survey that is specifically targeted at our large landowners. So anybody that owns 35 acres or more of land in La Crosse County got a, uh, a postcard from us. And on that postcard, they can log in and take the survey. Um, and then we have a survey that's out for everybody in the county to take. And I emailed you a link to that survey. Yes, I got that. And that'll go on the website. So, Charlie, now I want to know if more people are coming to La Crosse and want to move there and they have to put up housing development, how does farmland preservation justify not putting up more housing? There's a lot of things that are very important to have both um, the the rural area of the county and the urban area of the county. Um, We have a a significant number of uh, farm-to-table or community-supported agriculture Having that healthy, organic food that's available to our residents is very important. Um, Also, having some of that work ethic and history and character of farming is really important to all of our residents. How does farming impact La Crosse County? We do a a census of agriculture every five years, and the last one was done in 2017. So that gives us a really nice level of information. So agriculture in La Crosse County gave us 6,700 plus jobs. It has a $2.2 billion economic impact on the county. Farms pay over $70 million in sales, property, and income tax. There's about 98% of the farms in La Crosse County are family farms. They're family owned. And talking about that uh, organic food, 
there's about $261,000 worth of uh, food sold locally. In your feedback and in the planning process, I mean, what what are some of the, um, I guess, standards that you'd be looking to set? Is it a percentage of farmland that needs to stay or how does enacting farmland preservation look? So I think the most important thing is is probably conservation practices, working with ag landowners to put in grass waterways and and different things, uh, making sure that they have a nutrient management plan, making sure that they minimize erosion on their farms. Um, That's really preserving farmland too, you know, keeping the topsoil there so they can continue to be good producing farms, but also then keeping that groundwater and surface water quality high. Uh, that's a hallmark of La Crosse County. Our natural resources are very important. Are you looking at numbers of, of farms and trying to keep that at a stable amount? Sure, yeah. And we could, if we continue with the low-density residential development, we could lose up to four or five farms a year. Whereas if we increase that development just a little bit, just from one acre or one home per acre to, to three homes per acre, we would save all the way down to just one farm per year being converted. So, I mean, that's a that's a huge savings in if you start to talk about a decade or 20 years or then looking out to Cooley Vision 2050. What's the argument from developers that say people want to live here and we want to give them the houses they want? I mean, how do you balance that? Well, you know, it's an education thing. It's also, you know, what people want. Um, obviously, people say they want to have that low density. That's something that, you know, they want to have a a large lawn to mow, things like that. But sometimes they don't understand some of the impacts and some of the costs. And that's one of the reasons why our taxes keep going up, is if we've got to build more roads, if we've got to provide more services with with less tax base per acre, um, then we've got to pay more taxes because it's more expensive to serve that. So if we can educate people and they can make good choices that have both that sustainable long-term discussion but also what they want, you know, then we can, you know, have them and developers make good choices of of where they're developing and how dense. Looking ahead now, what's the deadline to get back to you on the farmland preservation chapter of the comprehensive plan? So we're probably going to finish drafting this chapter sometime in late September. So more than likely, you'll have that ability to take that survey all the way through the middle to the end of September. And after the plan is published and enacted, when are we going to start seeing the plan in action? I think the county board will start to make policy decisions even during the drafting of the plan. But I think especially that after April of 2022 is where you're going to see policy decisions start to be made based on the new comprehensive plan. Charlie, are any other counties taking note and looking at what you guys are doing? Um, I don't know if we can say that. I, I know that there's a lot of counties that do comprehensive planning and that do farmland preservation. So I don't know if we're an example or if we're just one of the many that do this work. And anything else you wanted to add that we didn't get to yet today? Just how important farmland is to La Crosse County residents. Everybody talks about rural character and that kind of that pristine landscape that you drive out and see, the color changing in the trees and things like that. But then you also talk about the environment and you know, carbon sequestration and all of those positive things, surface water quality. It's just so important. There are so many reasons why farmland is important. There you have it from Charlie Handy, the La Crosse County planner. He says it doesn't matter where you live in La Crosse County, your input on the future of farmland matters. You can find the public input survey at MidwestFarmReport.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.